here's a message from Ken Lavica. A historic la- night last night in Major League Baseball, but do we feel good about it? Christian Cat hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. The 24th perfect game in Major League Baseball history last night. And it's an even bigger deal because it's a Yankee. Uh, if And by the way, Stone Labanowitz, his stepsister, is getting married, gone for the rest of the week. But isn't it convenient that we have the singular most obnoxious Yankees fan at ESPN West Palm, Christian Cap, the audible assassin in Stone's seat today. Isn't that convenient, Jeanette? It's really annoying. <laughs> and he texted us uh-huh. last night. <laughs> In his apparent excitement, uh, there's 11 hours left to the show. Yeah. What was that? Because I I looked at my phone this morning. I was long asleep Same. before this uh, text message came. Yeah, this was at, uh, uh, what time was it? What time was it? What time was it? Let me, uh, it was like 11. 12, 12, 12, 12 a.m., 12, 12. Number of goats, by the way. What? Number of goats, 12. Tom Brady. Oh, got it. The stretch. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Uh, and, and Christian... Text us 11 hours and 48 minutes till showtime. Yeah. Like, what the hell is he talking about? Was that right after the perfect game was oh, completed? Yeah. After I wiped the tears from my cheek. Uh, did you cry? Did you really, did you tear up? I did a little bit. It's watching history. I, I wasn't asleep for it. I've been having a tough, uh, tough couple of nights of falling asleep early during these Yankee games, and I stayed awake. I, something inside of me knew something special was going to happen. I'm oh, something annoyed. inside of you. I'm uh, Jeanette uh, texted at 7.30 this morning. And by the way, this just gives you a little insight into the preparation for the show. Like, we don't just... It sounds like... <laughs> I get it. It sounds like we just sit down and bleep off for two hours every day, right? Like, there's no preparation. There is legitimate preparation and discussion. Jeanette, uh, 7.30 in the morning, uh, in reply to Christian's text, uh, how much time to the show now? This was at 7.30 in the morning. <laughs> And Christian did not, the audible assassin did not reply until 8.53 this morning. Sorry, Yankees perfect game had me jazzed. Like, the whole thing's just annoying no, from Christian's you know, standpoint. And it's like, it's Christian probably made it sound like he was excited to be on the show, but now, thinking about it, he's just excited to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he he got, just wants to talk about it. Yankees fans are going to be the most annoying yep. today. Well, why don't, we, why don't we hear it? Why don't we listen back? This is Ryan Rucco and, and uh, uh, Michael Kay... He already had this series against Oakland, and why not? Why would you go to Oakland? Why would you go to that stadium? Uh, it's a last-place team. The A's, the worst team in baseball, just miserable. Of course, Michael Kay saying, hey, you know what? Uh, I've got this on my contract. I'll take this 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 road trip off. I'll take this series off. I don't need to be there for the Yankees and the A's. And then what happens? Well, the perfect game happens. So Ryan Rucco on the call. Yes, network last night. Domingo Herman with the 24th perfect game in Major League Baseball history.
Good stuff there from Ryan Rucco. 11-0. The Yankees beat the A's. It is the fourth perfect game in Yankees history. Where's he from? You tell me. From San Pedro de mm-hmm. Marcoris mm-hmm. in La República Dominicana. Mm-hmm. And from the Dominican Republic. Another one in our belt. That's the only yeah. thing I like about him. You know, let's claim him. Let's claim him before we get into the further instance of the topic. We'll see how much you want to claim him in the next 15 minutes. Yeah, keep claiming him, Jeanette. That's yeah. fine. Keep claiming He's him. Dominican. That's your boy. What? Yeah, that's a Dominican boy. throws a perfect game. That's something I'm going to celebrate. You will stand behind him through thick and thin no matter no what. No matter what, right? Anybody says about him, you're behind Domingo Herman. Well, it's it's kind of coded with my people, though. All right. Why? Let's do it. Let's What's do going it, on? No, 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 no. What's going to happen? No, no, no. Well, so before, before. What are you guys going to tell no, me about nothing, him? Nothing, 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 Christian, you as a Yankees fan, you just tell me your feelings watching in what has been a frustrating season, largely a Aaron Judge-less season for the Yankees, and the owners saying, hey, it's June. I don't know why Yankees fans are so mad. And then you've got Aaron Boone, and you can't hit, and you can't pitch. And so, so now you have this perfect game last night. You, the Yankees fan, uh, give me a little insight into your brain brain right now so you could have macro expectations and macro goals for a Yankees team right now my mindset before last night but still today it's I need to see them sell at the trade deadline this team's not constructed to win a world series Mm -hmm. yada 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 I can go into all of that the thing is game to game you always want the team to win and game to game you always want to see your favorite team put on a show you want to see your team best case scenario make history and that's what happened last night and the ball off the bat that looked like a base at the left field. I don't know if anyone saw it. That's driving in the car right now. I don't know if no. you guys saw it. It looked like a line drive to left field, just the way how quickly the baseball hit moves. it right at the third base. Oh man! And then I did a, a one of these. Uh, you, a two hand kind two, of a shake weight. Two yeah. hand. <laughs> shake That's weight uh, careful. Careful with yeah. that. Careful yeah. with that one. I had a shake weight celebration last night, and it was not the Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I was, that, that's the noise that came out of my but mouth. Let me up. ask you, let me ask you, because we have talked about at length you and the constant friction you have with your living girlfriend about uh, TV time. Uh, she would prefer that the TV goes off at a certain time each night and it's bedtime, right? Yeah. Like TV goes off, it's bedtime and you need to go to bed with her. Uh-huh. Uh, that's where. And is that, Jeanette, let me ask you, is that a uh, is that a Latina thing? Because when I first started dating Vivi before I married her, it was a lot of, oh, I want to go to bed together. There was a lot of that. Uh, you also, like myself, now I'm married to a Cuban, you're dating a Cuban. Uh, Jeanette is a, well, a Dominican, not a Cuban, but, you know, same Same, same neighborhood. Area. Same neighborhood. Caribbean. Yeah. Uh, is that a Latina thing? Hey, Poppy, come to bed with me. Unless I want something physical. Okay, so other than oh, that, I'm though? the opposite. I'm like, don't touch me. This is my blanket. <laughs> uh-huh. You go to bed or whatever. Don't make All too right. much noise. Now, if you wake me up, then right. we got problems. So I think but we, leave me alone. So so apparently it's not an all Latina thing. Fine, we'll go Cuban from here. Yeah, okay? right. Um, but uh, so she allowed you to watch till the end? Yeah, I told her history. And then she, <laughs> she made sure to look up. Wait, how did that conversation Wait, go? Wait, what did how she did, say? Was she like, was she like, uh, she's like, Papito. Uh, is, that what, is that what Latina sound like? La cama. Uh, is, I don't know. Um, is that what Vivi sounds like? No, I don't know. I'm making things up. I'm white. What do you want me to do? I'm just trying here, okay? I'm trying. Uh, and, and you just one word replied with history. I was like, hey, it's history. Ew! Believe me. Come on. <laughs> like, how gross would that be? I actually kind of wish that's how it went down. Are you sleeping on the couch watching <laughs> yeah. history? Yeah. I, I used that. I was like, hey, it's history. You can look it up yourself. And the last one, I think God, I thought it was no. 2014, 2013. <laughs> so dismissive. You can look it up yourself, but I'm going to park it right here. At least you stood up for yourself, and I appreciate that about you. 
you know, I'm struggling to find the dismissive part of that. And now maybe saying it out loud, it sounds worse than in the moment. There was no issues in that uh, living room. But she did look it up, and she's like, all right, all uh, right. So yeah. she gave you a, a pass. Yes. All right. Yes, because sometimes she I will lie. She gave you a hall pass Yeah, sometimes sleep. I'll Good. lie. Like, right. I need to watch right. this Tuesday night action <laughs> football game because it's significant History, for yeah. this reason. Yeah. But no, this one actually matters a ton. Northern Illinois is going to pick up its first win at Bowling Green uh-huh. in 10 years. Right. Wow, Stone's here again. Uh-huh. Battling uh, out for yeah, a <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Christian and Stone have more similarities than I think any of us know. They're both borderline degenerate. Um, but, Obviously. But uh, Domingo Germán, or Hermann, I'm Edmund. sorry, again, uh, he, he has the fourth perfect game in Yankees history. As I said, 24th in Major League Baseball history. It's a joyous day for the Yankees. It's a ray of sunshine in what has been a manny bang your head into the wall type of baseball season to this point. Um, when it comes to perfect games, though, I, and it comes to the definition of history, like if this is the 24th in Major League Baseball history and the fourth in franchise history, where is the actual oh, history? Oh, come on. I, I know. Like, I'm not trying to diminish the perfect game. What I'm doing is just asking how do we assess history? Like Florida Atlantic going to the Final Four, that was <laughs> history, right? That was history. Mm-hmm. The fourth perfect game in Yankees. Like, I'm done saying no hitters are historic. Like, no hitters mean nothing to me. Perfect game still means they something to me. But it is the Yankees. Like, this is still the same club of Don Larson. Like, where is the, the history here? Is it the first Yankees perfect game against the A's? Is that where the history is? I mean, only baseball has been around for a long time. Major League Baseball has been around for a long time. Only 24? That stretched out the first in 10 years? Okay, the first in 10 years, that's where maybe you can make a stretch for history. Now, I'm not a horse racing no. guy. How many triple crowns have there been in, in, in horse racing? I don't know. Oh, uh, you're going Something down like the that. Yankees rabbit hole. I'm going to find every random detail to make to define this as history. Why are you bringing up the Triple Crown right now, Christian? Because, because it's t- another historical thing. Well, it yeah. hadn't before before it happened what 5 years ago. It hadn't happened since the 70s. Okay. So more historical exactly. it was a drought. It's weird. That yeah. now that you're going to have this annoying obnoxious Yankees fan is going to try and define history. As something fun. No, it's history because your season has sucked. Every expectation (laughs) has not lived up to its name. So congratulations, you have one thing to look for. You had one shining moment in about how long? It ain't history. Well, uh, let's. Uh, it is history. I want to clarify. I, I was, I was not going to crap all over the the perfect game. I was just asking a question. Jeanette sounds like she is ready to crap. I'm, I'm right. perfect. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that the Dominicans, us Dominicans, okay. have See? solidified right. our um, con- contributions to the game of baseball. <laughs> okay, okay? I, I'm pretty sure that's already happened. But no, yes, no, but we keep solidified. adding them to the list. Okay. Keep adding them to the list. So, but that's all I'm excited about this. So, so uh, Domingo Herman, and it has been a rough season for him, and so he's yeah. bounced back. And last night, the perfect game in '99 pitches didn't even get to the century mark in pitches. Only six pitches. In the ninth inning. Like, that's what's, for a Yankees fan, what's nice about that is that there's no, oh, God, 3-2 count. Oh, my God, what's going to happen? Uh, really laboring through the ninth. This dude was just six pitches, in and out, see ya. It's over. Yeah, uh, the last out of the eighth inning, there was a 3-2 count. A couple of foul balls, and some of the foul balls may not have been strikes, so you see a guy extended out of the chasing zone. a little bit, yeah. That was the most stressful part of it, apart from me reading the ball off the bat incorrectly, thinking the two-out ground uh-huh. ball to third base was going to be a hit. But, I mean, consider me crapped on, by the way. That, that was Jeanette crapping all over the, the no-hitter. She's not trying to crap on 
the perfect she game. She did. She did. It wasn't uh-huh. an attempt. It was purposeful. It was very painful. Very bad. It yeah. was intentional. Very intentional. Um, now, you said, Jeanette, uh, despite the fact that you're, you're crapping out from a Yankees perspective, from a Dominican res- perspective, you say, Vamano. Yeah. I love this man. Yeah, we, we run the game. Yeah. They, that's why it's growing up. It's like, oh, this is America's pastime. No, it's Dominicans. Let me read to you from the ESPN game story um, about Domingo Herman. Okay, just listen closely. And I just want to see if you're, you're still, you're still oh, like, God, fully on board with him, okay? Oh, gosh, here we go. This just more than a month ago, Herman was suspended 10 games by Major League Baseball after using too much rosin on his hands in a start against the Toronto Blue Jays. He told reporters a week later that he would use less rosin and apologize to his teammates. Herman was disciplined after being ejected in the fourth inning of New York's 6-3 win in Toronto May 16th. He retired the first nine hitters before his hands were checked by first base umpire DJ Rayburn as Herman headed to the mound for the fourth inning. After the game, crew chief James Hoy said Herman had, quote, the stickiest hand I've ever felt, end quote. So he got suspended. He was just recently suspended a month ago, 10 games for, for cheating, for cheating using too much rosin. The crew chief saying it was the stickiest hand that I have ever felt. Are you still, you still behind your man Domingo here? Dude, we don't even know how old Albert Pujols was when he was playing the game. Sammy Sosa, we are not sure if he's going to be a Hall of Famer because of quote-unquote cheating. He's, well, okay. All right, so you're still behind your guy. Yeah. That is cool. I think yeah, you're yeah, definitely no, justified. That's, that's whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Like, like, that's all no- you got? I thought you were going to go down when you said like, he was suspended. I was like, don't tell me. He's like, uh, the sexual assault allegations. I was like, then things get dicey, but... No, things, no, things no, are Resin? definitely not dicey. Yeah, no, oh no, se- no, 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 sexual assault with Domingo Hedeman. Crazy. Just, just domestic assault. I read to you from 2019 no! from the Athletic. Uh huh. Hedeman slapped his girlfriend at an event that was put on by CC Sabathia, and then, while drunk, became violent after it. The woman eventually hid in a locked room. A Yankees teammate and his wife came to pick her up. The girlfriend remained with the player's wife while the teammate tried to calm Herman. Authorities were not called the night of the incident, and so there was no police report. Major League Baseball did not need one to act under the joint domestic violence policy. Herman was placed on administrative leave by Major League Baseball while it investigated the incident. On January 2nd, 2020, Herman was given an 81-game suspension. That's your boy. You still with Domingo Herman? Vamos! I hate you both. I was so proud. So... This is also why I don't date Latino men. <laughs> Solidifies that. So, I'm not going to cast that broad net, but uh, what I'm going to say is it's that... Facts. This perfect game for Yankees fans, and I think for, for baseball fans in general, they would much have preferred someone else yeah. to throw it because there's no conflicting feelings. And so with Domingo Herman, congratulations to him, but, and this is applicable, and I'm certainly someone who is for second chances and for um, being able to rehabilitate themselves, but part of this story is a guy that was suspended 81 games for beating up his girlfriend, allegedly. Okay? So this is where it becomes complicated, and it's the classic case of go Yankees, perfect game, history, as the audible assassin put it, but also, oh yeah, this is the guy that beat up on his girlfriend. I was going to go personal here. Yeah. 
It's also the classic case. From my experiences, if you're a Dominican man, I apologize. It's also the classic case of a Dominican man. I, I just, I don't know if I'm, again, I don't know if I'm going to that point. I can take, I can do that. I, I just like, when, when you hear this and then you're trying to go with that, it's sort of how I feel complicated relationship with an athlete, with Aaron Rodgers. Not to the standpoint of assault, but hear me out. Aaron Rodgers, a supreme talent, right? Like someone where you just watch him play, especially in his prime, and you're like, how does he do those things? He is, for my money, he over the last 15 years, and Jeanette's going to yell at me from a pure quarterbacking perspective, from a pure how they play the position, Aaron Rodgers has been the best in the sport. Wrong. Just what he does, gets out of the pocket, his accuracy, how he finds his receivers. Like he is the he is the example. If you were to to concoct a quarterback off the top of your head, you would want that guy. No. Um, I know you're going to say Brady. Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers is infinitely more fun to watch and has always been than Tom Brady in his career. You but what? when when Aaron Rodgers starts talking about things like chemtrails and the anti-vax nonsense and then especially what really turns me off about it and it's why I don't know why to this point he's gotten such a pass with New York media questioning 9-11 that's where I have a big problem with Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers it's awesome hey free thinker think for yourself oh he's just so kooky oh look at that Fu Manchu oh he grew out his hair what's he doing oh throwing touchdowns throwing bombs NFC title game he's in a a dark basement ah he's just a free thinker man Uh, but then it's not funny anymore when he starts busting out the 9-11 conspiracy theories things that he's talked about on the record before and stories that have been conveyed secondhand about him questioning 9-11. That's where I have a complicated fan relationship with Aaron Rodgers. And again, I'm not equating the two from a violence perspective, but, I mean, we just saw Jeanette with the PGA Tour and Live Golf, or Jay Monahan, PGA Tour commissioner, is sitting here for years and saying, I stand with 9-11 families, I stand with 9-11 families, I stand with 9-11 families, and then all of a sudden... Okay, Saudis. All right, hey, come on, bring it in, bring it in. Let's hug. Let's let's partner up. And then the nine eleven families are like, "What in the absolute hell? What a hypocrite! What are you doing?" It's the same thing with this. Like there are there are a ton of Jets fans right now who are super excited. Aaron Rodgers is going to play quarterback for them, who are just completely ignoring the fact that he questions nine eleven, which is the ultimate. In disrespect. So, for me, that's a complicated relationship. It's not just Amigo Germán, though, and it's not just Aaron Rodgers. There are a lot of athletes that you're caught in this web of, hey, he's on my team, or I really like watching him play, but then you also have to try and do all these mental gymnastics to justify your fan because not all that great a person or is very sketchy uh, off the field. Or off the court. Which athlete have you had a complicated fan relationship with? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Domingo Herman of the Yankees. Perfect game last night. But part of the story is he was suspended 81 games for beating up his girlfriend at an event or after an event that was being put on by CC Sabathia back in 2019. 81 games. And a guy who was suspended 10 games this year for, for cheating. 
Domingo had him on, perfect game, but there's that big but, there's these other things. Which athlete have you had a complicated fan relationship with? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. 888-760-3776. Mine's Aaron Rodgers. And like Jeanette, we joke all the time about, oh, what silly thing is going to come out of Aaron Rodgers' mouth next, right? Like we, we joke about it. We did it the other day when we were talking about hard knocks. Like, ah, what crazy conspiracy theory is going to put out there with hard knocks? Uh, and the HBO cameras. Mm-hmm. Like, it's funny the, until it's it's not because then it gets to a point where it becomes offensive and disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And the 9-11 stuff with Aaron Rodgers, to me, is offensive and disrespectful. And it's a level of whack job, wacko conversation that I just cannot tolerate. And I think he's largely gotten a massive pass on it. Which athlete have you had a complicated fan relationship with? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. With, with you, Jeanette, who's a, an athlete that you've supported, whether they're on the Magic or the Bucks or someone you, you just liked watching, but you also had to, you always had that thing in the back of your mind, like, oh, they did this or they are this or they said this, and it's, it's tough to, to fully throw yourself behind this person. So are we going with current or former? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Okay, because current, the first player that came to mind was John Morant with his whole gun, with live, with the gun. That, that's a good one. Right I think that's a really good one. And I think, too, if, if I'm a parent with a young, impressionable person who's a basketball fan and you see John Morant recklessly, stupidly, even after being warned not to do it, flashing guns on social media, uh, I'd be saying, boy, we're walking a little bit of a, a tightrope right now. That's a really good one. For sure, but for um, former, I think, as a diehard Buccaneers fan, who was integral to the 2020 Super Bowl championship, Antonio Brown. Perfect. Antonio Perfect. Brown, he, he got a pass. He got a touchdown pass in that Super Bowl. It was a huge celebration. But again, after the celebration, after the excitement of, oh my gosh, look what Tom Brady, he brings everybody in. We get a trophy. We get a ring. I spent a bunch of money on memorabilia. It's like that scar of Antonio Brown will right. forever be on the roster. It was, and especially coming off of what the last couple of seasons prior to that had been like for Antonio Brown in the news for all the wrong reasons, whether it is uh, alleged stalking, whether it's alleged domestic violence. Uh, Tom Brady brings him into New England, and then uh, he has more law or legal issues and the Patriots release them after one game. Well, not only that, but then, you know, Antonio Brown comes to Tampa. Tom Brady gives him a home. Next right. thing you know, he's posting stupid stuff about Giselle uh-huh. when they were together and then talking trash about Tom Brady on the podcast despite opening his house but to him. The thing with, and that's why Antonio Brown is perfect because Antonio Brown, he is Terrible. now the screw-up as opposed to anybody remembering anything useful he did on the field. For sure. And he was arguably the best receiver in the game for a number of years mm-hmm. over the last 10, 12 seasons. Yeah. That's a great one. That is a really, really good one. So, Domingo Herman, and I, listen, I, I recognize the perfect game, and it was a glorious performance last night, but you can't talk about Domingo Herman, who I would think, Christian, outside of the Yankees fans, there aren't a ton of people who know of Domingo Herman and certainly don't know his story. I mean, Jeanette, proud Dominican, proud Dominican baseball fan. She did not know of the transgressions of Dingo, uh, Domingo Herman before we read 
the 2019 account. Yeah, I mean, he didn't. He was not good this year. Wasn't he? A couple years past the suspensions. Probably the first time people heard his name when he was suspended for 81 games for domestic violence. Had a good rookie year, but if you're not a Yankee fan, you don't know who Domingo Herman is until tonight. For me personally, I separate the art from the artist in literally everything. I can appreciate a player, what they do on the field, and I can separate everything off the field because if I start opening that door in my mind, then where's a line drawn? Maybe yeah. I might forget things. Right. I, I just I separate the art from the artist in everything, well, including sports. I'm with you, and I take great pride in being able to separate the athlete from the personal life. That said, when something like this takes place, you've got to have that contextually. Like, I just think you do, especially when this is their first foray into mainstream American sports public life. Yes, but there's also a line, too. Like, Floyd Mayweather. There's more bad that man has oh, done. Yeah, yeah, than good. Yes, I agree. Than inside the boxing I ring. Agree. Screw, I barely remember his... I know he's undefeated, mm-hmm. but... Nobody's more famous for what he's done in the ring than he's done outside the ring, if you ask me. He's what? I think, I think he's more famous for ask. his fights and the things that he has made people buy, or people have bought his fights and made these big spectacles events sure. in the ring. He's more known for that than the out-of-the-ring... I would argue... Nah, but I, would I argue think it's on par now. I think it's depending who you're talking about, because I think that, at least with... There are plenty of, of female boxing fans. They know Floyd Mayweather more for the guy who's alleged to be dragging women by their hair off of a couch in a Vegas condo and beating women, allegedly, than Multiple anything he's accounts. done in the ring. And I would argue, too, Floyd Mayweather, even in his own generation, was not any bigger... Was definitely not bigger than a Manny Pacquiao. Uh, so I think that that opens up the door to... This guy being, for a lot of people, known more for being just an absolute pile of garbage outside of the ring. There was a point where I refused to purchase anything with his name. Team, money, whatever his DMT, I refused to do that. I was dating a guy who was a huge Floyd Floyd, uh, Mayweather fan, and he had those hats. He could not wear them around me because I didn't support that. But also, you have like Floyd Mayweather. that He is unforgivable in my book. But you have Michael Vick who had his dog abuse stuff. He did his time. And went out of his way to rehabilitate himself Exactly, well. and then he came back. And it's like, okay, I know you had a weird past. You did some pretty bad things, but you did your time. And I actually rooted for him when he came back to the NFL for that, when he came yeah. back as quarterback. Yeah. So I think there's also a line, too, where it's like, this is unforgivable. Floyd Mayweather, and it's like, you did your time. I appreciate this. Does it suck? Yes, but... At least Michael Vick at the end came out like he seemed genuine about, I'm sorry. I think what Christian said, though, is correct when it comes to separating person from personal life because you know, you're going to drive yourself crazy if that's how you watch sports, mm-hmm. right? If that's how you consistently watch sports, you're going to drive yourself crazy. That said, there are some people where the past has to be part of the story. And I think at least for now with Domingo Herman, the past, because this is his first launching point into the mainstream after throwing this perfect game the domestic violence is part of the story today maybe not for maybe not a year from now but it's part of the story today because hey welcome to the spotlight by the way remember when this happened i think that is appropriate which athlete have you had a complicated fan relationship with mine is aaron Rodgers. the conspiracy theories and especially after the uh, the Deshaun Kaiser interview where he revealed that, that Aaron Rodgers is asking him to do his research on 
And I just, that's where, that crosses a line that I can't come back from. Which athlete have you had a complicated fan relationship with? Jeanette says Antonio Brown, that's perfect. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and on Twitter, at KLV1063, 888-760-3776. We're going to start on the phones in Royal Palm with Jared on Ken LaVica Live. What's up, Jared? Hey, how's it going? Good. Um, Adrian Peterson was one for me. Um, with the switch, right? Left field. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'm a Vikings fan, and watching him was, was amazing. And, you know, it just took me by surprise. And, you know, I was still able to appreciate what he's able to do on the field, but it, wasn't, it was never the same. Yeah, I, I think that's a really good one. And like you, Jared, I, I still do the same thing with Adrian Peterson. And it's been a number of years since then, but bringing a switch to your kid – and doing it repeatedly, I, 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 again, that was th- that's just so barbaric. And uh, I've had a hard time uh, being able to fully distance myself from Adrian Peterson, the player, Adrian Peterson, the abusive dad. I, that's that's what you call it, the abusive dad. That's a good one. I think you could probably throw Tyree Kill in this conversation. No. Not just for what happened two weeks ago down in Miami, but the transgressions in Kansas City, right? That one upset me so much where it's like Tyreek Hill, um, a man who is known, who's allegated to or accused alleged of. Alleged to, of, yeah. Yes, alleged. I love that word. Uh, to his kids. Mm-hmm. And yet comes back on the field and is celebrated. Yeah. That that one was annoying to watch. Is the, the tough part is with that, and it, we were on the air the day that the Dolphins traded for Tyreek Hill. All the drama went down in Kansas City. He requested a trade. The Dolphins swooped in right away, beat the Jets for Tyreek Hill. That's one of those things where, while celebrating it, we also did have to acknowledge, like, hey, the, this is a guy, obviously, with a checkered legal history, but this is great for the Dolphins. This is the fastest player in the sport. Um, but, yeah, you're right. Like, he allegedly broke the arm mm-hmm. of his three-year-old son uh, in Kansas City, and there were legal proceedings that took place. So for for some, and it looks like the NFL is asking for the video from this marina down in Miami two weeks ago now with this alleged assault, and like these are some of the things that, depending on your mindset as a sports fan, uh, you either can or you can't separate them, and I think sometimes it's more appropriate than others to, to bring that up. I think with Domingo Herman, again, not crapping on the perfect game, but uh, because this is really his first foray into the public sphere, like, yeah, this guy, great story. Because we always try to, like, you know, Christian, we try to, when, when uh, someone does something exemplary, we try to then, like, go out of our way to celebrate this person and, and lift them up and put them on the pedestal. But with this, before, before we just say, oh, Domingo Herman, my God, what a breakout, like, because this is first go-around for him, that whole domestic violence thing has to come up, at least today. Yeah, it does have to come up in the story, but I think I think it just hurts your enjoyment of the sports. And I love sports so much. You love sports. Jeanette, I've got, obviously, you love sports too. And I just have made that conscious decision to say, okay, personally-wise, those opinions have just been completely separated. I won't let it affect me. When If I'm a Dolphins fan, they try to trade for Tyreek Hill, it is 99.99999% happiness, joyous. Yeah. What's it going to look like on the field? I can't wait for it. And then 0.1%, okay, 
yeah, not a great person. I won't bring my kid if I had kids right. to meet him. But be like him. I wouldn't be that. No, way. right. And I think you and I are on the same page, but the difference between the, the Tyreek Hill trade and what happened last night with Domingo Hedman and the perfect game, Jeanette, is that Tyreek Hill, when the Dolphins traded for him, we already knew the story. Like, that was high profile. We knew the story. It, we I under- think it was right after it, it was, the story. Uh, it was like it was a season. Close. It was a season after. It was close. Uh, so, but, but we knew it. We knew it because he's Tyreek Hill, and we knew Tyreek Hill, and we understood the story. And so... You've had time to consume it, so by the time he gets to the Dolphins, you're able to make that conscious decision. Can I back this guy, or is he just sort of off the field dead to me? With Domingo Herman, there are so many people who didn't actually know the story that today's the day that the story has to has to come out. For sure. Well, the Herman story hits home a little bit for me because to me it's a, it's a lot deeper cultural yeah. aspects, and we can get into a personal story in a bit or whenever, off air. Um, so that one's a little more touchy for me, mm. but obviously it's for me, there's a clear line of no, this guy is a monster like Floyd Mayweather. And I refuse to be even sitting next to a person who was supporting his brand Sure. versus like a Michael Vick where it's like, you did your time. You came out, you look human. All right. But I'll say this, this might be unpopular now that we're well distanced from the Michael Vick dog fighting ring. Now that we're this far removed and you look back, some of that stuff compared to what we've seen since that taking place, Michael Vick thing got way overblown. A thousand percent. That took on a life of itself that is almost kind of really gross. I think it was a super popular quarterback with a crime that he actually was convicted of and went to jail. And his crime against animals, which is a little bit unique. For the NFL, but I think... But boy, it really, looking back now, it gives you a little bit of an insight into what we're willing to tolerate and then what we start clutching our pearls about. Well, like, Ray Rice or Ray Lewis. Uh Ray Ray Rice. Well, no, no, Ray Lewis, too. He got... Allegedly. Allegedly was part of a murder. Mm -hmm, Correct. Um, People look up to him as a motivational figure, but Ray, uh, Ray Rice, that's a man or a human, I'm not going to even call him a man, that I look at and I'm like, I can't support you because right. that video mm-hmm. is absolutely gross. And let's be clear, too. If there was no video of it, it would have just been like, oh, well, that happened. Exactly. And 100%. But that video, I cry, was not okay yeah. for a couple minutes after watching it. I was like, yeah. I, I cannot support this one either. What is, who is an athlete you have a complicated fan relationship with? Have or had a complicated fan relationship with? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. 888-760-3776. She is Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 1063. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again. Yeah, yeah. Do it. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. I mean, I think the most prominent example of doing mental gymnastics and twisting yourself into a pretzel in order to support a talent, despite the fact that they are pretty unpalatable as a human being, is happening in Cleveland, right? With Deshaun Watson. And that's the most prominent example. And you've got Browns fans who, I mean, let's be, let's call it what it is. 
There are Browns fans who are making abject asses of themselves and have so since last year trying to defend Deshaun Watson. Don't don't try to defend Deshaun Watson. If you want to do the, hey, what happened off the field, like Christian was talking about, I separated from what he could do for this Browns franchise, that's fine. But I can't tell you last year, Jeanette, how many times we got the, there were no charges, there were no charges, there were no charges, ain't no charges, no charges against Deshaun Watson. That doesn't mean a damn thing. Not when there is upwards of 30 accusations that all mesh together of what Deshaun Watson allegedly did with these sports therapists or these masseuses or whatever you want to call them. When he is, he is contacting women across the country to come meet him. Put two and two together. So don't sit there and tell me there were no charges. There were no charges. Uh-uh. 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 No, 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 no. Stop it. Stop that. And then Browns fans, once once the the Browns traded for him and proceeded to give him the biggest contract in the history of sport, and and. It'll be the biggest contract in the history of the sport for at least another decade. We saw what happened when Lamar Jackson tried to broach the topic of getting to that point. So he was given that to cover legal costs. So when the Browns do that, you can't sit there and defend Deshaun Watson. You'd have to, if you're a Browns fan, you sit there, you eat it, and you hope that the guy can make your franchise respectable. That's the least he can do for what his last two, three years were. As a human. That's another one. You will not see me sitting next to anybody yeah. with a Deshaun Watson jersey. Well, you Absolutely know what's, not. What's wild is we have our sister station, ESPN Cleveland, and I'll tell you, there are, and and it, uh, ESPN Cleveland is, is a flagship of the Cleveland Browns. And uh, obviously you have Browns homers all over that building, but I'm telling you, it is, it is, that's an office where... I mean, I think Deshaun Watson is questioned in a massive way, and it's very awkward. It's very awkward from a sports talk standpoint to sit there and say, Deshaun Watson, what can the Browns do around him? Uh, like, that's a full an office full of people who are trying to, along with the fans in Cleveland, uh, balance uh, playoffs with uh, 25 allegations of sexual assault. It was also the contract, too, the biggest contract ever in NFL history that right. kind of, like, it was just a little jab yeah. to the stomach as well, That's, where it's that like, was a kick you're, like, rewarding yes. this type of behavior. It does seem like he got rewarded. You're exactly right. You're so exactly right. It's, it's, it's all of that that makes me, he's on my Floyd Mayweather list. In the market like that, mm-hmm. when it's Browns 11 months out of 12, you could argue 12 months out of 12 the year, you have to compartmentalize. Until something to, newsworthy go happens, exactly. you, you can't be like, right. wow, Browns, big 24-20 no. win over the Ravens, market. unbelievable. Yeah. Looks like the franchise is going up in trajectory. I love what they're doing right. with the franchise. You can't say, right. but you know, it does feel, you can't, yeah, no, you no, can't no. do that every you can't, week. You can't, you can't, you're exactly yeah. right. And and they, what I'm saying is they, they avoid doing that, obviously. They are sticking to football 99.7% of the time, but there's going to be that occasional instance where... Uh, Deshaun Watson's transgressions are going to come up. And what I'll say, too, is if Deshaun Watson struggles again this season, 
like he did last year, there's going to be a whole lot more discussion about the transgressions than uh, there have been maybe the last four months or so. Right. Is he worth it? Right. right. He's given us more of these headaches. He's not a good person. We know yeah, that. Because that's inevitably Contract, where the conversation yeah. goes. So something that just popped into my mind and memory, when you and Theo were in Houston for the incredible FAU men's basketball run, mm-hmm. you guys were doing a radio show yeah. from their studio. And Theo mentioned that there was uh, a Deshaun Watson Texans jersey now above the water cooler. Then we were joking that it had to be like first thing when you walked into the station that you saw this incredible jersey and whatnot. And they probably, after the allegations came out, and we were joking about it, but now I'm like, was it a thing? That they probably awkwardly moved it from the thing that you saw first walking into the building. the water cooler. To the water cooler. Like, thanks, dude, but not really. So that conversation just remembered of how we had that Back that and whole forth. back and forth there. Uh, which athlete have you had a complicated fan relationship with? Me growing up as a young Chicagoan, I, I, I loved Dennis Rodman, but it became difficult to defend Dennis Rodman even as a, what was I, like, I don't know, 11, 12 years old. The second three championships when he's kicking photographers and, and going to Vegas uh, during the playoffs and, like, doing things like that. I mean, Dennis Rodman... It was more, not so much the the book signings and the craziness and the kookiness of Dennis Rodman. It was more like, again, the assault, the kicking cameraman, the, that whole thing. Uh, especially considering before he came to the Bulls with the Spurs, he was acting out on the floor all the time. Just making a spectacle of himself. Just being kind of an all-around pain in the ass. Like, why would any franchise take a chance on this guy? And so the Bulls tamed him the best they could to make him as productive as possible. But I just remember the backlash after the kicking of the cameraman. And I, I remember, even as a kid, trying to make excuses. Like, twisting myself in this pretzel. Oh, the cameraman was in the way. Oh, the cameraman was in the way. Cameraman shouldn't have been sitting there. No, the cameraman had every right to that area. Like, Dennis Rodman overreacted and kicked him right in the ground. Now, did the cameraman go for a money grab? Yeah. Yeah, he definitely did. I feel like but anybody would. Was it was it uh, a justified reaction from Dennis Rodman? Absolutely not. We've all been there. Like, we've all been there. We've all had an athlete where we're like, uh, hey, awesome, awesome athlete, but, oh, what a sketch person. Uh, if you're experiencing foot and ankle pain, need to see an expert in the field, that's Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. They have a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty, visit baptishealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptishealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptishealth.net slash ortho. On social media, uh, Lavelle, he tweets in, uh, a switch isn't as bad as you think. I got the switch as a kid. I think I turned out okay. <laughs> okay, but here's my argument to that. because Lavelle, Lavelle, I know you. Lavelle, whether you not or you turned out okay, I think that's still a question to be asked. Okay, Lavelle? I love you, but I think that's a question to be asked, Lavelle. Okay, listen. <laughs> I got... I didn't get the stick, but I got the cable. I got the cable. I got the leather belt. I got the spoon. Mm-hmm. What's a cable? Like a, like a, a cable? Like a cable? Like a cable? Like a TV? Don't like overthink it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I didn't get um, that, but I know what she's talking about. And I I, I got the uh, never missing chancleta multiple times. Oh yeah, I was gonna say like the chancleta, obviously. But, but they're soaring through the air. Yeah. There, you listen, you'll be running in zigzags like you're running from an alligator, and that thing don't miss. It's the weirdest thing. One of life's biggest mysteries. But anyways. 
there's a difference between doing something for discipline and abusing a child. Mm-hmm. And the pictures that came out of Adrian Peterson's kid, it looks right. like it was abuse. Yeah, that's the thing. There were photos. Like it's one thing to say oh, I hit him with a switch, but like then there was excessive hitting with a switch, and what it what it appeared to be was excessive contact thrashings with a switch. For sure, like spanking kids. Mm-hmm. I think there's a difference for sure between discipline. Yeah. And it's like, ah, nah, this is abuse. I constantly, and I didn't fully appreciate how much balance there was going to be until I became a father. Um, like when I was a kid, I wasn't spanked a lot, but was I spanked? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was my mom who had no problem. Like if I talked back to her and this only happened about a handful of times as a kid, but if I talked back to her, especially, and I was in the proximity, I swear to God, her arm stretched another four inches and I got that backhand. Like it was my mom who was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, that ain't happening. Like I took it. And, and then you have going into to being a parent, you read all these things about, oh, you can't hit kids. You got to find these ways of discipline, find these. And, and that's all good and well. Like, I, I agree with that. You shouldn't just be willy nilly hitting your kid. But I swear to God, damn it. Like, there are times where it's You're just a parent. It's got to it to me. This is to me. And I don't need people calling DCFS on me. OK, but to me, there are instances where there needs to be a behavior that can only truly and, and efficiently be corrected. By a little bit of contact. Listen, the way I see these kids talk to their parents out in public, I don't have kids. Oh my God, I know. But I, while well, being a restaurant, these kids will talk back to their mom. And I was like, I know. oh, we are definitely from different backgrounds because there's no way you would have that mouth at your age yeah. if you had my parents or anywhere in my family yeah. or if you were in the island. Uh, and again, I'm not saying that like this is a regular thing, mm-hmm. okay? But there are some times where the message isn't getting across until at least there's a little tap on the backside. A little right? tap on the backside. Right. Uh, listen, I'm not I I'm not I'm a not, pow pow. Yeah, yeah. Is what we say. Yeah, 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 fine. A pow pow. Exactly. But You said it too nicely. If you if you hey, more power to you if you've successfully reared your child uh, and you have not once made a semblance of physical contact with them. Hey, you're a better parent than me. I'll admit it. That's fine. All I'm saying is that for 95% of the population, there's at least going to be an instance where that kid thinks the kid is boss, and there's a quick way to correct that. And again, it's not it's not going crazy with a switch. It's not even breaking on a cable or a belt or anything, but a little pow-pow, it tends to help. That's all I'm saying. I have a cousin who's raising, she just had her child. I love her to death. Um, she's her first one, her, my niece. She's raising it with the positive reinforcement. It's a term I've never heard until my cousin raised her child here in the States. Yeah. And my own niece, the way she talks to my cousin, mm. there's been a couple of times, like she's, we were at a, like a kid's party mm-hmm. and she was taking the plastic balls out of the, the pool mm-hmm. and started chucking them at my cousin. And yeah. I was like, all the things that I wanted to do. Yeah. Soft parenting is what it's apparently called now. Soft parenting. Okay. Uh, but like, th- I wanted to grab those balls that she was throwing at my cousin and yeah. hug him in the face and be like, I, does that feel good for you? Listen, Leave my damn cousin alone. You just need, you need to have, I guess a parent, you need to have unbelievable patience. Maybe that's why I don't have kids. Unbelievable patience and unbelievable restraint. That said, mm-hmm. like, and, and again, oh, Ken, Ken Levick is advocating child abuse. No, he's not. He's not. That's not what I'm doing. And I don't know why I'm talking about myself in the third person. But what I'm saying no, is that um, I, 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 I'm I, all I'm saying is that there are instances where, you know, the rational brain, the common sense brain will tell you, hey, you know what? Uh, this is probably the, uh, the, the best parenting way, the best hierarchical way. 
to go about this. You need a chancleta. Yeah, right. At the very least, a chancleta. Chancleta. Sailing through the air. That's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. We've been talking about athletes we've had a complicated fan relationship with. This all coming off of Domingo Herman throwing the perfect game last night for the Yankees. The same Domingo Herman who's coming off of an 81-game suspension for domestic violence. At an event. At an event that was put on by CC Sabathia that then... Yankees teammates got involved in because a teammate of his came by and picked him up and they had to to protect the girlfriend. And it was just a mess. An 81-game suspension and he throws a perfect game last night. And it's, it is historic. We made fun of Is it historic if it's the fourth in franchise history and the 24th in Major League Baseball history? No, it's historic. I get it. I understand. How? I still say no. <laughs> Come on. It's the 20... It's, not, it's happened right. before. You're lying to yourself. You guys have Base- been just so miserable as Yankees fans. No. Something good happens. If something wow, happens, it's historic. If something happens for the 24th time in like 110 years, like it's historic. Okay? Like we, no, it's Or not. more than 110 years. Like 130 years. It's historic. No, it's, it's historic. That's not. No, not. Uh, like Haley's Comet. Anytime it comes by, that's historic. It's not like it's the first time. Not even the fifth time. But it's there. And it's, it's historic because it doesn't happen often. Um, but... It's part of the story when a lot of us are being introduced to Domingo Herman for the first time today outside of the Yankees world, and this is part of his story. It's a complicated story to cover. Like, you feel great for the guy, historic, but also, holy crap, man, that story about what he allegedly did to his girlfriend is really nasty. Um, Which athlete have you had a complicated fan relationship with? I keep going back to Aaron Rodgers because as fun as he is to watch, and we give him a lot of crap on this show, rightfully so, but he is, he is worth the price of admission all the time, anytime. Even when he's struggling, he is worth it. There is no one who is, he is the perfect encapsulation of uh, what the rational human brain would consider to be a quarterback. But man, that free thinking nonsense of his, like forget the conspiracy theories. It's one in particular where it, it just crosses a line. And that's the Deshaun Kaiser story of Aaron Rodgers in the quarterback room in Green Bay saying, hey, uh, you believe in 9-11? Uh, you should do more research on that. Like that, that's 9-11 truther nonsense. It's disrespectful and it's brutal. And now that he plays in New York and nobody's pressed him on it, that's a problem to me. That is a problem. Antonio Brown, that's who Jeanette had brought up. And I think that's a perfect one, an absolutely perfect one. And the hits keep on coming with that guy. I, he's just a disaster. He's a mess. Literally and figuratively. Yeah. Audible assassin Christian Cat, who's someone that uh, you, and I know that you go out of your way to separate player from off the field, off the court, like I do. Um, is there anyone, though, where it, there was just some point where you're just like, man, this spoils a lot of this for me? I go backwards. I go someone that I'm supposed to dislike in terms of rivalry, this and that, mm-hmm. but off the field, the dude rocks, the gal rocks. And it's like, dang, I really wish I was on the same side as you. And I'll stick with baseball. Why not? David Ortiz. I think like, he had a good story. I'm glad he's alive after the, the after getting shot. Terrifying thing mm-hmm. in Dominican Republic. And I see him on TV. He's funny. He plays the game. Uh, you see him on TV nowadays. And after the Boston Marathon bombing, he's just with that uh, city needed. I struggle to hate David Ortiz in the sports world as much as I should have as a Yankee fan. 
And that, and I, I really do. There were there are characters from the Boston Red Sox in the sandbox that we call sports that I still do hate. I still can't stand Dustin Pedroia. I still even on TV, Pedro Martinez, he still gets under my skin. But David Ortiz, Big Poppy, I struggle to dislike him as much as I should as a lifelong Yankee fan. Uh, Jeanette, I'm going to give Chris... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Did you see when uh, David Ortiz gave Derek Jeter a I gift did. on Derek Jeter's first broadcast on Red Sox jersey in London? <laughs> That's why I like yeah. him. That's why I like him. He's a funny guy. And like the commercials, the This is ESPN commercials, they're hilarious. I struggle. And that, that hurts my credit as a Yankee fan, separating that as my sports journalistic and broadcasting career as my Yankee fandom. I lose that street cred, mm. but I can't help it. Two really, Love it. Two really good ones here. Two really good ones before we go to break. Uh, Bill messages in uh, Alex Rodriguez. He was not well-liked. He plastered himself all over tabloids. Great talent. Screwed himself by wanting to be the best from PEDs. Tried hiding it even after there was evidence of him doing it. Screwed himself of Hall of Fame accolades. And allegedly cheated on J-Lo. Yeah, that was, uh, that, that's probably his most notable transgression. Stupid idiot. And there's an interview of him on the Mariner saying his dream girl is J-Lo. You bagged her and you screwed it up. Stupid. Uh, allegedly. You know what? The PEDs, the lying, all that stuff. You're right. All of that pales in comparison to cheating on J-Lo. Stupid idiot. I mean, all of that pales in comparison. I, I was... Bad decisions everywhere. When A-Rod had the suspension, what was it, a year-long suspension? Yeah. Um, I was at the game he returned in Chicago uh, against the White Sox, and boy, was that a... That's the closest thing to a wrestling heel atmosphere that I've ever seen in a Major League Baseball game, A-Rod coming to the plate for the first time in Chicago. That was intense. So it's also, that's from a cultural aspect for the WBC, the World Baseball Classic, you know, for the Dominican mm-hmm. Republic, it's a huge thing. And there's once, I think, in the 2008, where he had the option of playing for the U.S. or the Dominican team, and he went for the U.S. USA, baby. That's right. Where he lives. and stripes. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that's why for the Dominicans, we don't really claim him. You don't claim him? You've, no. You've pawned him off on the United yeah, States. Yeah, then he uh. allegedly cheated on J-Lo, so... Mm. <laughs> uh, real quick, too, and I think this is a great one. I even think about it, so credit Fernie, who uh, messages in. Uh, Jose Fernandez. Oh. A tortured soul, and everyone from the Marlins media and on down knew it, yet they did nothing to help him, all while cashing in on his success. He's no longer with it. With us, which makes this all the more interesting. Yeah, that's the thing. It's tough to talk about someone who died and died in the manner in which they did and then left behind what they left behind. But uh, Jose Fernandez, there are stories of just self-punishment, reckless behavior leading up to what took place. And in his system, at the time of the boat crash, massive amounts of alcohol and cocaine. Uh, That just broke my heart. And it's... It's tough to talk about because you want to respect the dead, but Jose Fernandez was living a very reckless life Absolutely. at that point. Um, it wasn't all sainthood stuff with with Jose. That's a great one, Fernie. I mean, absolutely fantastic. Uh, we'll come back for our number two. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.